0: Time to eat. We're going to talk about our favorite foods from our favorite places, A- and we'll talk about some other stuff. Let's not get too specific, but mostly about food. I think that pretty much nails it. Yeah. Time to eat. The Irvin Horvath.
1: Irvin. Yes. Irvin. You prefer Irvin, or Irv. it's funny every time. Irv. Say Irv Everyone calls me Irv. To say I say Irvin, somebody goes Irv, and then yeah. the minute I go Irv, people go Ir- Irvin. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what supposed no, no, to Irv. say. Irv. Irv, Irv Horvath. And we're at the Agave Grill. Agave. Agave. We we
2: dropped the grill. Okay. We dropped the grill once we moved over here. Oh, because we're, we're hipper now. Well, you, know, you know what it was? It was just like, <laughs> everyone calls us just agave anyways. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. So it's like, what's the point? And okay. then we thought, well, we want to expand on agave spirits. Okay. okay. So that's the direction we want to go in. All right. And so we became agave and urban agavaria. Now agave is a new word. <laughs> I was right? Okay, What's a, it's everything agave. Right. Okay. Okay. okay, meaning agave spirits. Okay, yeah. And agave spirits are anything made out of the agave plant, which is over 220 varieties worldwide. And nice, it's now starting to be produced outside of Mexico as well. There's people oh, wow. growing agave and saying like, "Well, maybe I can't call it mezcal or I can't call it some of the." Uh, uh, re, uh, domain of origins that are in place, but still it's in
1: a. Are, pe- are people protective of that? Like mezcal
0: has oh, to be yeah. made. Yeah. is like mezcal. so. It's like oh, champagne yeah. Oh, yeah. can only come Correct. from the champagne region. Exactly. Okay. Mezcal, and the first
2: one was tequila, and that was from the tequila region, right? Oh, in the state of Jalisco, uh, and now it's expanded. Right. It used to be only from that the region initially and then it's expanded out to touches on five different states right just like champagne how it's yeah. a, over you time have to you know champagne. someone's right. like okay well, well the I, french, i'm right next it's to it like the french
1: are just very pretend you must be from france to yeah.
0: make this yeah. in, okay oh, so I, we I, got I could imagine a yeah. frenchman
2: being a yeah right saying like uh yeah but you're not from the original right <laughs> right yeah you are not uh, you are not an original member uh-huh.
0: You
1: know, for 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 a culture who demands that you come there and learn their cooking to go out and do your cooking, they're really protective of but you can't really say you have our cooking if you're not here, if you're not French. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know, but they go, but you must learn French cooking. Yeah, but, <laughs> but but this is this is this we is are France. The best. France. <laughs> France is number Uno. <laughs> uno. No, not Uno. Uh, Un uh, formula.
1: That's right. I de- And you know, and I don't want to come down too
2: hard on the French, because I've, I've done several vacations there. France is kind of nice. <laughs> I do I, like France. For, as, as embarrassing as it seems, I've never been to France. Well, it's, it's not embarrassing. You go where you go. Yeah, it's you embarrassing, know? because culinarily, like, it's the Mecca, right? I was brought
3: I up. I don't know. I was brought I, up. I,
2: I, no, well, no, I mean, for modern cooking, right?
1: They say that, but you know, I, and don't get me wrong. Their breakfasts are delicious. I like
2: the little crepes no, they make what, what at I'm the table. what I'm saying basically they were croissant. the ones. They were the ones that took, like, invented kind of like dining, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I guess in the sense that's that, what they say. You know, back
2: in the day, in the dark ages, basically mm-hmm. you had platters of of food, like it was just like family giant, style, family yeah. style, giant platters. And then there's a guy named Ascafi who came around and said that we need more structure mm-hmm. you know well, so you he's kind of like the father of modern cooking as but, but, he's but when you say that as.
1: were the chinese not already uh, cooking for a thousand years and were the japanese not already uh cooking for a thousand years and were they're not already i'm just saying they claim that but is that not a very european well, thing well i mean were they, they didn't not do the
2: courses you know they didn't put the right. structure that is involved in in sitting down and having a multi-course meal oh okay you know, the appetizer the main course <laughs> yeah. and so on and dessert
1: appetizer yeah that's the food we eat before we eat the food.
2: Right. <laughs> but it or is no. true. It is true.
1: French cooking is definitely a basis yeah, for it's a lot father- of types of food. Yeah. Around, and, uh, no and now,
0: question. now I can think of it as Monty Python. And uh, uh, would you, would you like a waffer? It is <laughs> a <wefer> thing.
1: Yes. <laughs> I couldn't eat another bite. It's <laughs> yeah. you know? so, all right. But but now you're not a. Okay. Now before I ask you about actually the cooking in here. Now, how, first of all, how'd you get to cayman? And how'd you get into cooking
2: okay so cooking was you know out of high school i i guess i had a knack. like my mom was a pretty good cook my dad was a good cook my grandmother that's all she did was cook mm-hmm. cook and bake so you didn't day, go to school for cooking long. i did oh i did all right. eventually go to school for it but also you know it was around me a lot my mom had a restaurant when i was a kid oh all my right. grandmother had a restaurant um, so you worked in
1: restaurants as a kid
2: yeah all right yeah what kind of restaurants? It was it was actually Hungarian. It was it was a restaurant wow. in Toronto in the Young and Eglinton area called the, the Hungarian Kitchen. Nice. It was in the concourse, you know, okay. yeah. <laughs> like the
1: food court. Yeah, I'm from Detroit. I know Toronto. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So that was my first. You know, I and mean, what'd you kid? do in the
1: restaurant when you were a kid? I mean, did you, you hanging yeah, on the kitchen stuff, or you wipe down like the, the tables, bust kind of, the tables? And sometimes,
2: and, and stuff? sometimes, no, no, it was like a takeout kind
3: of place, oh, right? Okay. So,
2: so, but you know, to be honest, I would bust the tables because you had to go in with the tray, you know, and go collect the garbage and throw it in the garbage and get the trays and clean the trays my dad, and then
1: listen and, and as a guy who worked in family businesses uh-huh. that's what you do when you're the kid I, yeah, my, I worked in yeah. my dad's bar I was the bar back and the guy who mowed the lawn on the uh, baseball field because uh-huh. uh, the, these jobs actually pay well but you don't want to pay well because you got a kid yeah. so I had to be out there at four in the morning mowing the lawn yeah. for like a buck an hour yeah. and chalking the fields and picking up rocks and I was a bar back you do uh, that that's why they have kids because that's cheap labor <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That well, back, in, back in the day right
2: it's not like that anymore
1: i hear but uh having said that in detroit uh, i've talking to a friend of mine uh, we have a big greek community and a big polish community mm-hmm. uh you know we don't have little italy we have greek town and we have you know these sections and now the greeks all still do it you know you still have the son that's working at the front yeah. and you still have the two daughters that are waiting tables yeah. and it's still you know the the older son is the cook in the back and uh, and uh, funny enough actually I know a family of jugglers right who who Work all the time, and they just go pitch in in the restaurants so, because you can't afford to pay nine other people and keep their business afloat. Yeah, yeah and yeah. they don't even take money. They go yeah. and they they go in and they work for a couple hours, and then they just scam a free meal on their way out. It's a family affair, and yeah. that's and you just do that to pitch in. There are many families who just view it that way. You just go and you pitch in for the family because that's what you do. And if you're in town, you go you go and help out the family in the restaurant. Well, because it's just a, a family obligation that you do in some of these big families. I so, grew I mean, up. It's not. I, it's not even like your. T- taking advantage of the family you just feel an obligation to mom and dad and help the restaurant stay afloat
0: yeah you know? I, I grew up in a in a machine shop basically and and around that stuff and when I got old enough to be you know capable of doing certain things I, I ran a bandsaw and mm. you know uh, but it, you know it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal for me he just said don't touch that part it's really sharp
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and. and, and, and and, uh, and, and I could go and do that, uh, and then when I got tired of doing that, he'd say, I could go off and play for a little while, and then I came back, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, no, I, it became a big deal for me at one point. By the time I, st- I
0: was 12, I was working 12-hour days. I but, started you
1: know. demanding money. But even by today's standards, it's a matter of, uh, yeah, I was not getting paid what an employee would make. But I yeah. remember walking in, I'm going to want three bucks an
2: hour. <clears throat> Who do you think you are? <laughs> I remember one of the very first jobs I had in a restaurant, like outside of my mom's, which right. wasn't really a job. It was just hanging out. and Yeah. Um, I worked as a waiter I was like 16 years old, and this is a lunch place. And yeah, it was, I don't know, maybe they thought I was cute or something, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I remember I would I would work from 11 a.m. till was it 7 p.m. So mm-hmm. it was basically like lunch, and then in between lunch, the odds would yeah. come in mm-hmm. and early dinner. And then I was off, and I would make like 100 bucks in tips, and I was getting paid cash under the table, wow. like 30 bucks a, sh- a shift. So at 16 that's in the money. summer, yeah. working Monday through Friday from 11 to 7, that's a pretty sweet gig. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's good cash. Yeah. All right. So you came from there. You're working for your family. You're taking some odd
2: jobs. Yeah. And then you went to school? And then I finally went to school, cooking school when I was, I think it was, I started when I was 22 and I finished when I was 24. Oh, okay. In Canada? In Toronto, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a that, good school? Yeah, it was a good school, man. It was a new oh. campus. It, they had just built it and like not too long before the building and so they had like all the labs the kitchen labs and everything were fairly new Mm -hmm. and yeah state-of-the-art and so forth at the time
1: and that's why you have your affinity for french cooking
2: (laughs) well yeah i mean that's what we were that was what was uh you know that was on the menu hammered into our heads right (laughs) right yeah of course yeah but you know it's the fundamentals man yeah fundamentals of cooking you learn the fundamentals and you can apply that to every cuisine of the that's world. That's what everybody yeah. tells me.
1: I've never learned it, but yeah, that's yeah. what they say. Yeah. And so from there, what'd you do? Where was your job out of there?
2: I always actually got lucky, man. I ended up, because uh, <clears throat> they, they w- during their second year, we had an, op- uh, an option to, or an opportunity, rather, to go and do an externship at right. a choice of restaurant or hotel or wherever it was, and... At the time, the number one place in the city was this place called Centro, uh, C E N T R O, okay. with the English yeah. Centro in Italian. Right? Yeah. Okay. And it was like the place to be, like it was the number one restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was like you know we had a lot of, of celebrities coming through. It was a big restaurant. It was like 200 and, I think it was like 240 wow. seats, 250 seats wow. fine dining, and a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of work. The the owner was a, you know, old school Italian guy who is like, yeah, psycho for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like remember that scene in the uh, in the uh, movie that, uh, what you student did when he first starts DJing. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, and he, and he and like he flubs the and everything falls off the shelf. Uh-huh. And he's like. Eh! Remember yeah, that? Yeah. that was like my first night. Or my first my first Friday. My right. first Friday night working pastry alone. Like I was and I remember this gay guy comes like a you know, the chit machine is going pa So I'm like, Okay, rip like lf- it off like three feet, you know, tear it into tables, stick it into the chit holder. Right. Take the first five tables and be like, Okay, I need six of these, five of those, four of these, two of those four of those. Mm-hmm. So I put out the plates. And, I, and back then it was like, you know, you had the, the powdered sugar, the powdered cocoa, the, the, you know, stencils, the mm-hmm. this and the that, and the mint and the coolies and so on. Right. And the guy comes up and he goes, um, Franco needs a platter of gelato. <laughs> right. And I give him a look and I'm, so I take the platter. It's warm. I stick it in the freezer and I look at him and I go, and he's sitting, he's standing there with his arms crossed and he says uh so like what's the deal <laughs> you know i'm like uh yeah yeah give me a minute i'll just finish these tables he goes hmm you don't know franco do you and he walks away <laughs> so i'm you know doing my thing whatever two minutes later franco walks up and he goes the school i went to was called george brown so mm-hmm. he goes what the f-
3: are you doing oh. you know like with an italian accent
2: because what the f- doing Wait, my my platter of gelato you george brown you know, and I was like, uh, uh. so I grab the platter, still a little warm. And he goes, but the, but it's
3: warm. Give me a gelato now. <laughs> so I
2: start putting the ice cream on. And, you know, of course, the first, second, third scoop, they start like s- skating around the uh, platter all over the place. And and I'm trying to show him like. So I give it to him like, you know, probably 10, 12 scoops of gelato with, again, the powdered sugar, the this, the that, and he grabs it, he walks away. He probably got, like, halfway to where he was going, uh-huh. right? And he was like, I can't serve this ice cream <laughs> soup. <laughs> so he comes back, and he throws the platter from, like, two, three feet away. It lands on the counter, and it up, like, probably, like, 10 other plates. Oh, no. And he goes,
3: what kind of fucking idiot
2: puts <laughs> ice cream in that <laughs> warm platter, you fucking <laughs> George Ralph well, you know? And, and it's a lot of, of beeps. We're gonna have. Oh so, my god!
3: Yeah, well, yeah well, I never heard much swearing until I started working there. And uh, swear,
1: we swear a lot. We try not to on the show because we get to we, we get to we get to release it to a bigger group. Okay, okay. By the way, by the way, we're not telling you to stop. No, no, because no. Okay. he he literally just but he, he listens to it. He's just got to do a little.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, so anyway. It's really easy these days. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. It's super P- point easy. Point being is that- um,
1: Yeah, because we don't have to do it like on TV where you have to listen to you and go, I
2: yeah. caught it. it he yeah. does it later, yeah. don't worry about yeah. it. No. Um, I just thought it was funny. I'm like, yeah, that was a good story. <laughs> yeah. No, Sounds- no, no, no. That was my first like real <laughs> like experience. Yeah, you know, right. the other guy working hot ops, comes over to me and he puts his arm around. He goes, ah, don't worry, man. Franco probably won't even remember this tomorrow. <laughs> and I go, yeah, but I'll remember this for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. right. So it really is
1: sometimes like the, the Gordon Ramsay when oh, they walk Oh, dude, around Gordon
2: Ramsay, like the worst you've ever seen Gordon Ramsay. Right. The worst you've ever mm-hmm, seen it, right? him, mm-hmm. was typical every day. Right. Like that wow. was that was nothing special. My, my wife can't even I mean, walk. there was physical, like, right, you know, yeah. you get grabbed and thrown against the wall. And, right. You know where a pot would be thrown or it was like eat or be eaten yeah like you know i mean i saw grown men i was 24 so i was pretty young Mm -hmm. but i saw guys who had 10 15 years of experience under their belts hang out for the night and all of a sudden you're like where did he go we don't know just disappeared (laughs) nowhere to be seen
0: wow
1: my wife
2: can't even watch it.
1: Like, I find Gordon Ramsay relatively entertaining. Yeah. My wife can't even watch him because it's too uncomfortable for her. He doesn't like that confrontational stuff nah. either. And yeah. uh, I find it terribly entertaining. Yeah. But she hates it.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. The things that I've seen him do that aren't that particular show, what is it, The Hell's Kitchen or whatever? Yeah, Hell's Kitchen. Uh, yeah. I,
1: I, I just I, hate reality, the fights. No, I, it's the uh, it's the kitchen nightmares that I find entertaining.
2: Yeah, that's very entertaining. Uh, where he comes in
1: and fixes them? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm sure, th- and even they've come out with the fact that most of them still go under. Right. It's not him fixing them. No, it's the walking around and pulling stuff out and going, they haven't cleaned that in a year. Yeah. That's Ooh. the part I like. And yeah. And where they pick it up and just go, there's a dead rat in there. That's the part I like where you're just like, Oh, that's a
0: horrible. Oh, that reminds me of there uh, was there was a, there was a news <laughs> and they don't reporter. know why they're going under. That's yeah, yeah. why I yeah. like it. Yeah, there was a news reporter in Houston, Texas called Marvin Zindler, and that's exactly what he would do. Yeah, uh, it just reminds me of that kind of stuff.
2: So, so you so you worked in this place? Yeah, so I worked in that place, um, and then I got, you know, of course, working in that place. Anyone, any time I ever talked to someone after that, it was like you know, open door, like a get a job anywhere.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: As a matter of fact, the chef at the time um, ended up, at probably about eight or nine months, 10 months after I started, he ended up uh, leaving this restaurant, partnering up with another guy, opening their first restaurant downtown, and went on to su- supreme success. Like, he's on Food Network Canada. Oh, great. Oh, wow. And he's pretty much probably one of the most successful chefs I know. And good, Defin- dude. Yeah. Are, are we happy yeah. for his success or anything? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, okay. was, yeah, yeah. Good. good person. Definitely a good person. And, and good chef I don't think I don't think you could and, have and, the level of success that and he's your, had. And in your opinion, good chef? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean he probably hasn't cooked in a long time or you know, he'll cook at home or whatever, right? But uh but still, I mean he oversees an empire. Yeah. Right. You know. I mean That's never exactly. mind. His his head, head corporate head chef is like, you know, supremely successful mm-hmm. and you know they've published books and so on and yeah really really su- successful so what did so, you
1: do you worked a couple of restaurants there i mean uh, how did it get from there to grant oh Canyon? i
2: i um i always had um i guess i dreamed to open my own catering business mm-hmm. right so that was like once i did the fine dining scene for a few years then uh then i got into catering and i started working with a few catering companies in the city and once i got my teeth into that then sort of it just an opportunity presented itself a friend of mine that i went to high school with and we falling into the film industry and we uh, opened the catering business yeah uh, and we did that for seven years and that was that wow. was a lot of work man but you know what we were up for it right it yeah. was uh, it was cool like learned a lot with that man it was very 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 how do you say like militant? It's very mm-hmm. like military style of organization, right? It's pretty cool actually.
0: And I I, I tour with rock and roll and country bands. That's yeah. what I do for my bread and butter is as I do lighting for those. Mm. And um, it it does make a huge difference in morale when you get a catering comp- company that doesn't quite stand up to the situation. They you know it's just kind of they slap stuff in there versus you know somebody that puts a extra effort and has all of their ducks in a row and crosses yeah, the T's yeah, and dots yeah, the I's, yeah. it makes a huge, huge difference for us. Yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, that's that's really great.
2: Yeah, we basically became the number one uh, craft service company. Like we didn't get big uh-huh. in the sense that we, you know, we played with the idea of like growing the company or whatever, but instead, thank goodness, we ended up staying small mm-hmm. and targeted. Yeah. Like our, one of our, um, big opportunities was when they started shooting X-Men uh-huh. in Toronto and we were, we had a great relationship with one of the guys who ended up working on the, that project, I guess. He was uh, like, I don't know if he's an assistant producer or like uh, some coordinator, uh-huh. anyways, in charge of hiring the kid the yeah, Production
0: manager or whatever.
2: Yeah, something like that. And uh, I heard, I heard. There's only 74
1: assistant producers on X Men. Only 74. Yeah. There you a go. Joke. When yeah. you watch those movies, it's just yeah. always assistant producer and then assistant producer. Yeah. Well, this and is X Men one, right? Producers. The first one.
0: Yeah, the first one. The very first X Men film. The very first X Men. Yeah. And which I am a, ha- a fan of. Thank, oh, God we, totally. thank
2: God, we didn't do it because had we done it, we'd have had to like basically give up every other stream of income mm-hmm. and concentrate on that. And from what I heard, there's a lot of stuff that went sideways on that project.
0: Uh, so
2: yeah, it would have be, been too much. We, yeah. we, we played with the idea and we decided like, you know what? We're not ready for it. We're not ready for that. We don't have the people. Wow. You know, so let's not do that. So we stuck with um, commercial production. So we just had a you know, small gig shorter. Yeah. We were busy and it was nine 11 hit. Uh. When 9-11 hit, yeah, the writing was on the wall, literally. Mm -hmm. Or rather, because we used to have the last month's uh, schedule up, Mm -hmm. current, and the following month Mm -hmm. on, you know, big uh, calendars, right? Dry rub. Yeah. And basically, um, what ended up happening was 9-11 hit and went into work that day. And we were getting calls because the majority of our work at the time was coming out of Chicago, New York, and L.A. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was one cancellation after the other. And we were just like, whoa, what's wow. going on? Yeah, it, it, uh, it decimated the industry. Yeah. And we were in a situation where we had m- moved into a 4,500 square foot facility. Mm-hmm. So we were somewhat in an expansion. Mm-hmm. And luckily for us, the landlords had sold the building. These two older guys, Hyman and Melvin. Mm-hmm. It's a great name. Those guys were like, I don't know, 75, 80 years old. Old school, they had started yeah. out. Yeah, people just don't name
1: their kids Hyman anymore. <laughs> no, they don't, they don't. It's one of those names <laughs> no, that no. fell and off. And they elevator. were
2: like obviously Jewish guys, right. older Jewish guys, and they basically talk. and I was obviously with my name being Irvin uh-huh. and my last name being Horvath, uh-huh. I was assumed I'm a, I'm Jewish. Right. So of course I was automatically Irving, <laughs> uh-huh. right? And they were like irving irving how are you today <laughs> <laughs> you do good we do good we all do good <laughs> yeah i like it yeah so yeah so they took us into the office called us up to their place they had a they had started they were out of montreal originally and they started a like montreal smoked meat mm-hmm. company Oh yeah and uh, expanded to 12 locations did well bought properties around the city And then I guess in the twilight years there, they kept the one original uh, deli, which was up near the airport, which they did catering out of. Mm -hmm. And they called us up to the oven. They're like telling us how they, well, you know, if, 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 if we were to sell the property and basically my partner and I went in, we agreed that we would pretend we were Indian. And just roll our heads as opposed to agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. Right. right. We just like, sounds good. Don't say yes. Don't say no. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> just play it off. There's, that way we can't hold us to anything. Right. right? So then, uh, so they offered us basically, I think we had, a, we had, a at the time we had a five-year lease in place. We were in a second year going into the third. And they were wanted us to basically vacate the property and offered us $7,000. Mm-hmm. So we're like. uh, Luckily, I had a friend of mine who worked in uh, commercial property management, and he laid it down for me. Mm -hmm. He said, "Here's the deal. This is what you have to ask for. Blah blah blah. Make sure you got all your, um, uh, you know, not only current but future revenues um, accounted for. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you have trouble, let me know. I've got the I've got the lawyer." Mm -hmm and if you have problems we'll stick the lawyer on them okay so when i did my homework and then i sent them back then faxes Mm -hmm. right Uh, the hymen calls me Irving. i saw the fax you sent me i fell off my chair (laughs) (laughs) he goes i'm calling you from the ground (laughs) i'm an old man you know it's hard for me to get up off the ground (laughs) You know, like this kind of. I'm like, okay, well. He goes, you know what? But I'm not gonna deal with it. You're gonna deal with the new owners. Oh. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the next day, unannounced, this uh, four foot eleven Italian guy in a black uh, overcoat. Uh uh-huh. You know, with jet. Well, it was obviously it was jet black hair, but you could tell it was Just dyed. Just for men. Right. Yes. 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 He goes are you doing <laughs> oh. you must be you must be irving right i'm like yeah i'm irving he goes my name's colangelo right oh wow Because this is my associate you know oh. do you have a minute you know can we have a talk somewhere we can sit down i'm like yeah so he starts they start talking to me wow and they start telling me stories of how like you know let's just say you know <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> if you decided to you know you know, we could do. You could, we could make it easier. We could make it hard, right? I wow, just right. like yeah. So, so they were like strong-arming
1: us. As I right? said, they came. So you, you literally guys came in and shook
2: you down. A little, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, so I told my friend, and he's like, ah, yeah, to hell with them. Yeah, right. right. He goes, don't worry, I'll get the lawyer. And I'm not gonna say his name because I don't right. know. Right, right, right. Um, so he drafted drafted up a, a letter. Uh huh. Within 24 hours, the owner's calling me back. Not, no, not the owner, this guy, Colangelo. Right. He's like, hey, why do you have to do these kinds of things? Right? Why don't you come up to my... So then, you know, he started feeding me all this... Right. You know, about right. having, right. Uh, you know, A investors that had, that had fallen out, some from Israel and this and that. So yeah, I was like, okay. So I caught on and I started telling him my right mm. which i told him about the came and how i knew so many billionaires mm. right and nice. oh yeah then he invited me up to his office for a drink no and started telling me well do you think you could set up a meeting a dinner or something right yeah of course i can do yeah why not mm-hmm. right but eventually they paid us out and we were good good yeah nice. yeah right took on. some time off you know <laughs> so it was uh it was interesting
0: that's, that's, and again, uh, that's and again, quite the story. Yeah. That's
2: something That else, is. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was like, and to be honest with you, like with the way the industry was going too, we wanted to get out because everyone was, they started and nickel and dime. I mean, I had a, a, a production manager who started getting into producing, uh, who I'd worked with for five, six years, mm-hmm. and it was nothing but pleasure. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden he's he's he looks at his bill and he's like, hey, how come you're charging me for A, B, C, and D? And I was like, really? I've been now? charging you for A, B, and C for five and six right, years. Right, you right. You know, like, what's the really? Yeah. So the writing was on the wall. Like, right. you know, get out, man, because this is this is this is not going well, and it's going to be leaner times ahead. Right, right. And we had a big lease. Yeah. You know, we had a big, uh, big uh, square footage to to do. Luckily, we were so lucky. Like there was this guy who had these um, custom built uh, commercial. Like mobile kitchens, Mm -hmm. and he was trying to get us financing to to buy them each for one hundred and ten thousand dollars. He went to sell us three. Wow! And we were like, well, you know. Meanwhile, we had an older one that we had redone. Mm -hmm. You know, we bought it for ten thousand dollars, and we probably put about thirty or forty thousand dollars into it. Yeah. But it was like, even though it was old, and you know, had a lot of character. Yeah. Um, it was kick-ass. Yeah. It was uh, we called it the red truck. Uh uh-huh. You know, Clifford was his nickname. Awesome. And uh, <laughs> the and big and red but, but, dog. But you know what? He, he was like the the <laughs> mobile the food truck before food trucks. Right. You right. know, we had we had like two two um, Garland ovens on it. We had three compartments, stainless steel sink. We had a, a hood on it that was worked on a dimmer switch. Wow. You know what I mean? So we could yeah dial it up, dial it down. Because we went to a guy who apparently built the quietest. Generators in the industry. Uh-huh. He was a an electronic engineer. This guy was like talking to a robot. We would go to him and pose some questions, and he would look at you for thirty seconds, uh-huh. calculating or his, his his yeah response, and then he would start speaking. The solution to that would be,
0: uh-huh.
2: and not an um, not an ah. Uh, Nothing, not a wasted word, no no pause, nothing. Like 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 literally a robot. Uh-huh. We were like, whoa. But the silence was awkward. Uh-huh. You know, in between questions, uh uh-huh. you were like looking at each other going <laughs> <laughs> So from
1: so from the collapse of the uh catering business you came
2: here. No, then I got back into fine dining in toronto and okay. i did that for another four years and then you came and here. then i came back but I came here.
1: about how that decision get made you just got tired of toronto you wanted some heat you an opportunity yeah came up. it was
2: a, a little bit of everything man it was yeah. just i wanted to to not spend another winter in toronto at right. that time
0: because everybody the winter hates before, the snow i get it well you know you know it's, no. it's just
2: long it's not that i hate the snow because when you when you embrace it and you do winter activities uh-huh. it's actually awesome oh okay yeah I like I ski but yeah, I like- but when um, when it becomes monotonous and long and overdrawn and so forth right then it can be a drag right can we pause for like 10 seconds sure. maybe 20 yeah, yeah what do you need I just want to either let him go just see what's going on yeah just go yeah, 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 yeah. cheers can you, can you grab me one of these when you yeah, doing that yeah of course yeah we're not to have to pause we'll just, yeah. uh, okay. just, just take a here. break yeah.
1: sh- oh, well, that's do exactly what it? we'll do I'm good for now yeah sure? thanks he's good that's fine yeah, and by the way, uh, the, it's not that you hate the snow, because I'm from up north, right? Well,
0: I, but it seems to be like everybody who moves south, like even people who move to Texas from up north is like, I hate the snow. Well,
1: first of all, you start to hate the snow when you live down here for a while. A lot of people come with an intention of living down here part of the year, uh-huh. and a lot of people come down here with just escaping for a year or two, with an intention of going north. Because you hear a lot of people go, I miss the change of the seasons, you know, I miss... Uh,
0: you well, know, I would I like miss- to have a season other than hot and cold. Yes. And I grew up in Texas, and that's pretty much all you get. Yeah,
1: and a lot of people go, I, I, you know, I, I would rather it wasn't hot all the time. So you, so you hear people talk about it, and it's not that they, you know, it's not that they are up there and just go, I, I just need to escape the cold. A lot of people just want something different yeah. because they've been up there for 50 years. Okay. And they just want to change the pace, and they just want a, a little different. You know, right. you can understand that. I mean, you're 40 Right. Do you not sometimes just go, I just want to change a pace for a little while?
0: Well, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm in Nashville. Yeah. Um, but but you also. Know, so, it's
1: not, so it's not that people, because people I like say it, that but, they but just know oh, they'd like to skip a winter or two. It's not that they want their whole life. See, to I really, be
0: there's a lot of things that I like about Nashville. One of those things is, is that it gets just the right amount of snow for me. Well, exactly. It's like it snows for maybe two, three weeks max. Maybe you'll get a month of snow.
1: But what does happen sometimes is people come and then they realize that they can do without it all right the thing uh and i think i told you this i go mine was not the snow because i quite enjoyed the snow and mm-hmm. it's not the cold i never minded the cold i hated scraping the ice off my windshield <laughs> in the morning and i hated, was there, was there and I never hated a- driving in like black ice and uh white conditions so mine right. was the driving in the in the car, but it was never the snow or the cold. Or the, I never minded the cold. And I, I don't mind minded, the cold either. And I never minded the snow. And I never minded. Didn't even mind shoveling the driveway. But it was certain little things. Like I said, I I would get very nervous driving home at night, with uh-huh. like black ice uh-huh. and whiteout conditions. I just showed my wife uh, there was a great video on uh, YouTube or Facebook or whatever the other night where somebody was driving in uh, Michigan uh-huh. uh, in a whiteout out condi- And she's like, I had no idea it looked like that. Yeah. I'm like, Yeah, it's quite nerve. Oh yeah, no, no. no. I and lived. You'd it- only get it once or twice a year, but it's it's almost scary driving home. You'd sit up real close to the steering wheel, and you're trying to look over the hood of the car, and you're like, uh, 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 "I hate that." Yeah. And you don't get that down here. What you get down here is you're like, "It's kind of hot today." <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I lived in the Panhandle, and and people don't know this about Texas, but it snows in the Panhandle. Like it really snows. You talking in the panhandle.
1: panhandle of Florida or the Panhandle of Texas? Oklahoma? The Panhandle of Texas. That's well not pan- a panhandle. That's just a little thumb.
0: We call it the Panhandle. That's well, what you it's guys called.
1: Dumb names for stuff in Texas.
0: No, it's it's what, what, the what other panhandle? num what other
1: no. Dumb they call it the Panhandle have. of Texas. What other dumb names do you have? Yeah, what other dumb names do we have? Texas. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to give you a perfect example. And, so I'm and, driving and, and to, to California. And to be
0: fair, it is pronounced "Tejas." I'm
1: driving from Orlando to California, right? And of yeah. course, you have you have this lovely drive. You go up yeah. from Florida, and you do a little. And if you do it right, you go through Georgia, and it's very green and lovely. And then you whip across Mississippi with some nice food, and some nice people. Go across Alabama. It's a little rednecky and dry, but it's nice, you know. And it only takes a couple hours. And you maybe catch a little piece of uh, Louisiana, and you get into Texas, and you're like. My God, I'm cranking out states. And Mm -hmm. uh, 17 hours later.
0: You're still in Texas.
1: Yeah, you're still in Texas. You're like, oh, this state is ridiculous. It's its its own country. And when you're in the middle of the state, you know, this is back in the old days. We didn't have satellite radio and stuff. You'd just be looking for radio stations. You'd just hit scan and it would just be like bingo. It would just go, just go round and round and round and around, Because there's no radio stations because you're a thousand miles from the nearest person. Yeah, it's not a state.
2: Yeah,
0: it's a wasteland. It is not anymore. <laughs> <A> wasteland.
1: <laughs> Texas is horrific. Oh, there's pockets of nice people uh, in Texas, but even they stand at the borders with guns. Even going, you
0: ain't welcome <laughs> here, <laughs> Mr. That is hey, not boy. True. Hey boy. You you that ain't welcome not here, Mr. True.
2: I I met. I didn't really meet him. I just observed him. Who? I was in Oaxaca. Uh huh. Uh, Oaxaca. I, th- I think it was probably my first time or second time in Oaxaca, and we were in this uh, mezcal bar, one of the originals. It's called In Situ. Okay, and it's like a mecca in w- the city of Oaxaca, and this guy walks in, and. Buenos dias, amigos. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and you're oh like, "Goodness!" i making fun of him for that. Hat, big cowboy hat, uh-huh. big ass belt buckle, uh-huh. cowboy boots. I know the text you're the talking about. And the worst sounding, me- like, like the worst sounding um, Spanish I've ever heard in my life. If I spoke Spanish like that, Uh I'd rather not speak Spanish only because it
3: hurts your ears, man. (laughs) I told him that. I'm like, that's
2: because he he, he
0: said to me the other day. Dos dos equis poor favor. That's what I said. He (laughs) said to me about it. He goes,
1: goes, we speak a lot of Spanish in Texas. I'm like, you guys don't speak Spanish. You try to say the word. You're like, you know, uh, uh, hola, uh, uh, Amigo. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 no,
2: uh,
1: buenos
0: yeah. dias, yes. amigo. por favor, por favor, por favor, no, he was a little, not so,
2: por por favor, por favor, oh, God, yeah, Those yeah, dos huevos, oh, man, una mezcalas, <laughs> gracias, <laughs> hey, hey, at like, least, at least
1: he tried, by the way, hats off to that, by the way, at least he tried, no, by the, the, way, gotta, it's, by the, the way, way, it's gracias, or
2: grassy, yeah. grassy
0: ass, <laughs> yeah. depending on the part yeah. of Texas you're yeah. from. no, it was oh, it was that's...
2: like, wow. Hope I never speak like but that. But they know <laughs> they have Jesus. they have yeah. pride in that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know what? Hey, hats off to him. Like I said, right. he understood a lot more than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Yeah. So you come
2: to Cayman.
1: So you make the so move. So I come
2: to Cayman. I make the move. And you decide and... a Mexican restaurant.
1: Well, what, well, what's they... a now? What's a gourmet? No, no. Listen to this. Here, here's the like background. You. Okay, listen to this. How's that here's
2: the background. Okay, I'm. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I was we born needed the Mexican Canada. I was born in Canada. Uh-huh. Okay, but my parents and my brother were born in the former Yugoslavia. Uh
1: huh.
3: Okay? That's why
2: Mexican food. But, apparently. But but it's not even just to say it's Yugoslavian because before World War One, that was part of Hungary. Right. So they're hung- Hungarian. So yeah. the culture is Hungarian. Right. So my grandmother spoke Hungarian. She spoke very little Serbian mm-hmm. because she was alive and went to school. Well, when it, there was just the shift. Mm-hmm. So, of course, there was, I guess, the r- rebellious nature of the Hungarians. Why don't who you have
1: Hungarian then- night in here? There is nothing like that here. <laughs> probably- no, you're right. You're, as a matter of fact, some of the Hungarians on an the
2: island, they're like, yeah, we should do something. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, just
1: saying, you know how Cayman
2: is. Yeah. In yeah. that.
1: A little thing that's different would probably rock here. Yeah, it would actually yeah. be funny if you if you and you put it up and put your name. You know, Irv Horvatz presents Hungarian Night yeah, yeah, Goulash. Yeah. Th- people yeah. would pack. I would come to yeah, Hungarian yeah. Night. Yeah, oh, true, true. That, anyway, true. Anyway, anyway, I'm Papri, sorry. Paprikash. So you come. Paprikash, yeah, yeah,
0: paprikash. 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 Paprika. Right. So Paprikash.
2: What? Paprikash. Paprikash. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: only, the only uh, Hungarian I know is Which is a mouthful just <laughs> to say really cheers. Right. right.
1: So,
2: so you, so you come here. You walk so on the here. island. So yeah. So okay. So so giving you the background. So I'm like. Yeah. Uh, so then I'm I'm borning. So it's Hungarian. So they're considered Yugoslav Hungarians, mm-hmm. right? I grew up in Canada, right, and then I moved down to the Cayman Islands to open a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's uh, what I'm it's, saying. It's, ha- it's, it's, it's wh- pretty where, much why wow, Mexi- explains my character, I suppose. But my okay. point it's is all over the place. But right. My a point practice. is yeah. why Mexico? Sticks and pieces. It was just the opportunity, man. It was like somebody else. Oh, uh, somebody. Jenny, g- Jenny g- from Sticks and Stones. Oh yeah. On island, I don't know if you know yeah. her. And I her don't. Son, but Jessie. I,
1: I know who she is, and I know where Sticks and Stones is. They
2: opened because she was married to a chef. Randy, mm-hmm. um, who was Canadian guy, and Jenny was from California, and Jesse grew up in California, and he had worked in the he worked for Jesse Palmer. Mm-hmm. No, I got the name wrong. Jim Palmer? No, 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 no. He's a guy he's on. No, 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 no. I'm embarrassed now. I'm embarrassed that I can't remember.
0: But well, that's okay. I forget Chef his name Palmer, Palmer, all the time. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> and. uh Like, high-end, like, uh, pretty much a superstar chef in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Uh Okay? Um, And then came down here, and they decided, like, you know what? A little taqueria would would do well. And they opened it. But then something went inside. Jesse no longer wanted to work the hours. Uh And he was tired of, you know, the restaurant industry and blah, 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 blah. So, and then Jenny had a falling out with the husband. So, they didn't want to do it anymore. So, they approached my partner, Phil who he had he had known them for like probably 10 11 years at that time Mm -hmm. and they were she was like ah you gotta buy my restaurant man come on come on come on so then they were talking they were talking and then eventually i was um brought to my brought to me an opportunity you Mm -hmm. know this is how it could work and if you're in great if not that's fine too yeah so I thought about it for a couple of months and eventually I was like, ah, what the hell? It's gonna be an adventure at the very least, mm-hmm. right? And when I first moved down, it was beginning of August. So hot, so hot, I've ne- never felt heat that bad. And then you put on top of that a kitchen wow. with no air conditioning, right? Wow. So Geez. 50 degrees, 52 degrees. And, and I was like, I had to reinvent my way of working. Because I couldn't stand beside the table and chop and cut and do what I needed to do. Sure. Because the sweat was dripping off me so much. I had to, like, stand back and rearrange. And, yeah, it was, it was pretty pretty crazy. And, um, yeah, and then it just got... It was fine. We were pretty busy in the beginning for, with just lunches. Mm-hmm. And dinners were really dead, but, you know... I remember it. for a while you closed early. Yeah, the first... Uh, I think it was the first month or so we were only open for lunch yeah like maybe three or four o'clock and then we decided to start opening for dinner That was probably like i don't know six weeks in or something like that and it was really quiet especially monday tuesday never mind monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday yeah, sur- it, was, it was just I sur- quiet
1: i surprised he opened up my wife when she visited here for us to move here mm-hmm was like one of the first places she ate. Yeah. And it turned out he'd only been open a couple of weeks at that point. Wow! And we just assumed, of he'd course, been he's open an in forever. institution here. Right. She was just like, oh my God, they have like an amazing Mexican restaurant because we worship Mexican food. It's like yeah. one of our things. And I'm sure he's noticed I cook a lot of Mexican food, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she was just like, it's amazing. And we eat lunch here all the time, but we just assumed he'd been open like 10 years. She's like, yeah. it's that they have a great Mexican restaurant and we've just been eating here forever and uh yeah i just assumed you've been open 10 years but that's yeah. so funny because i remember you've been open not that long and you're like that's the first couple months i'm like that's when we started eating here yeah and you yeah. just opened and that yeah. just happened to be like just when we moved here yeah that's so funny so anyway you opened for lunch and then you started opening later
2: yeah and then we started opening later and i guess once um once you got into busier season it started slow, slowly started picking up slowly started picking up mm-hmm. you know and eventually got busy for dinner
0: so is it, the the seasons are kind of backwards here. So the summers are a little slower and the winters are a little faster. Yes, yes, is that yes. how it works? Yeah, yeah, a little busier. So yeah. it's like Florida, the snowbirds come down and stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah, a lot like that. Okay. Yeah,
1: because it's hurricane season. Yeah. And then versus. Yeah. Right. But,
2: but like also that. the thing is that um, this island's grown quite a bit yeah since we opened right yeah so it's uh traffic man traffic is like it was never a discussion about traffic when i moved here Oh, okay like i remember if i would come i would go to the restaurant sometimes on sundays to you know like the tables that we're using right now Mm -hmm. i actually ordered the wood from jesse because they they have uh some workshops and stuff in indonesia Mm -hmm. and they bring wood in they put furniture so i ordered this wood um can't remember the name of the wood, but it's a it's a hardwood um, out of Indonesia. Balsa, I think this is.
1: No, balsa is no, not balsa a hardwood. No, balsa is a <laughs> <No>. joke. <laughs> balsa yeah, is yeah. the
0: opposite of hard.
2: <laughs> exactly. It's...
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, I it. am Captain Obvious. Yes,
2: yes, yes. Um, and then so what I did was I I sanded it, like I basically uh, sanded it down and uh-huh. then put a coat of, uh, you know, varnish or sealer on it and then. But I needed to do four or five coats in order for it to, you know, stand up to the restaurant. Sure. But, of course, when I was doing it, if it was too windy, that was the problem. If it right. was raining, that was the problem. If it was busy, the restaurant, that was. The, so I'd try and do it either earlier in the morning before the sun came over the building or once the sun went, then I, then I can't see. Right. Right? So I'd go on a sun. So I went on a Sunday and and of course, you know, it was like, you would have to sand it after each coat. After each coat dried, then you have to sand it. Mm -hmm. And then you wipe it down and then you do your next coat. You make sure there's no bubbles and no nothing, right? Right. And back then Sunday, you had maybe what five six cars so say yeah. go around the roundabout the whole day, the, the whole, whole time I was there. Day. I was there for like maybe like four or five
0: hours. Just for, so, just these, for, these just are the same for, tables that you wait, had at the other location. These days. are the same tables. Oh, now.
2: wow! Just for not this, fr- this is a new
1: one, this just one. for our friends who are. From Cayman, who are listening, they don't know that the whole island shuts down on Sunday. There's nothing open on Sunday.
0: No, no, not, no, not f- as, no as beers, much as it used no to be. Booze, then, no booze. Then, yes.
1: Little more, little more now. Yeah. Um. But uh, certainly 10 years ago, uh, nothing.
2: I mean, no, no,
1: no pretty liquor quiet. stores. The, rest, the hotels
2: were open. A hotels and a
1: couple of restaurants, and that's about it. Yeah,
3: it and pretty certainly,
1: quiet. and when you're, cause like, and it's, it, that was jarring for me when I got here. Yeah. When I'm like, nothing is open. Yeah. Uh, Though I did find within a year, I was like, I kind of like it yeah. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same, same thing. Things. But, nice. but it is one of the things I find that I meet people who move here and a year later they leave. It's one of the things they complain about. I'm like, if I need some milk, I'm like, dude, just do your shopping on yeah. Saturday. Plan it's ahead. not that hard. Yeah. And we go to the pool on Sunday. My wife's flying out tomorrow, right? She's gone for the weekend. She's bringing her mother. Uh, I've already planned on taking... Because I just got my daughters, so I'm like Sunday. We're I'm going out to the reef on the backside of the island, yeah. taking my two daughters, yeah. spending the day doing nothing. Yeah. I'm like, What's, it's not a big deal. It's not yeah, a religious yeah, yeah. thing or anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, take Sundays off. Why you yeah, gotta be yeah. working on Sunday? Yeah. Right. I quite like the whole I like it Sunday
2: too. I like off. It too. I like it's my the, favorite day to drive. Yes, yeah,
1: because <laughs> the roads are empty. But you know what I mean. Sun. I've just come to where Sunday is. That's family day, where I'm just hanging out with the kids. Maybe barbecue. Maybe go to the pool. Maybe. Yeah. Do, I love that. Yeah, yeah. It should be more like that. It should be. It
0: should it's, be. it's it's one I of the like things it. that I kind of miss. I, I grew up in rural Texas, so that was kind. We kind of shut down on Sunday. Yeah, there was hardly anything going on.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is actually nice. But you know that McCross opened the. Grocery store here. It's now 24-7, seven days a week. No.
1: No way.
2: Macross. The place that was off of Marina Drive, that little grocery store. Yeah. So they... They did right it twenty four seven. Right here my wife would just my wife
1: is just asking me because I was like, uh, he asked us today we were driving home. He's like, "What does the island need?" And we're listening to this stuff. We're like, "Yeah, you know, we could use a good one of these, and we could use a good one of these." And I go, "You know, somebody built a giant Walmart like place, yeah, up like uh, past Savannah or something out by like Shetty, you know, they built this giant, it would work." And uh, she goes. Uh, you think the island would let you go 24-7? Hell no. Uh, and people were saying that, and I'm like, ah, if somebody came in with money, I, yeah? As long as you weren't selling booze and stuff 24-7? Yeah. I bet they would. Yeah. Yeah,
2: but that's funny that you say that. There's, yeah, it's, Macross, that there's a Macross, it's a little grocery store. It's, it's, wow. It's the size of, uh, I don't know what grocery stores 7/11. you guys so it's are. like what I would yeah, call like a bodega. A, like a, like a yeah, like maybe an upscale 7-Eleven.
1: I'm a Foster's guy. Yeah. I keep my
2: little lists and yeah, I do my yeah. shopping. And no, I'm Foster's is, like, have you gone to the I've, new shop there? I was
1: there when they opened. All right, yeah. I don't want to make fun of them, but just because we're on it, because I, I am a big fan of Foster's, uh-huh. my kids go to uh, school with a couple of the Foster's kids, and so I. this is not meant to be an insult, okay? And yet, so I went in, I heard they were opening on whatever day that was, like a Tuesday, right? And, Thursday. Uh, Thursday. So my wife's like, they're opening Thursday. I'm like, oh, great. So I'm driving home and I'm like, well, they're open, so I don't have to go to the you know uh, competitor's name here. Um, I'm like, I'm gonna go to Foster's. So I'm very and I drive in, but sure enough, there's tents and stuff set up. And I'm like, oh God, I've made it for the and sure enough, their video welcome to Foster's. I'm like, oh, they're doing a ceremony. (laughs) Uh." so I stand at the back and I'm about to leave, but I hear a guy going, We're we're gonna open and just about here about five minutes here. I'm like, well, I can I can wait five minutes. Right. But of course, you know how it is. We're in a small community. Of course, politician A has to step up there and go, you know, well, welcome as a member of the political party. Welcome to Foster's. Did you they have that?
0: the big scissors and the ribbon? Of and course, the they had
1: the big yeah. scissors. But this is what got me. So, of course, a guy stands to do the prayer,
3: mm-hmm. oh, which yeah. is
1: funny enough that they're going to pray for the place. And again, I'm not trying to be sacrilegious or anything. Uh, and I got
0: some here th- I'll get you give me a second yeah, yeah, I got it I got it I, got it.
1: Cause, I think um, so yeah, you're yeah. Right. now I've been shopping yeah, yeah. there on a regular enough basis that four or five of the people who work there because I'll go do my big shop at 7am on Saturday morning but then I'll come in three four times because I've forgotten stuff yeah because they'll, they'll always come in and they all know I cook because they'll be like, guys will come by and go, hey, what are you cooking tonight? And I'll be like, ah, it's just Cordon Bleu tonight. Because they'll laugh because I always ask for like weird, obscure stuff, you yeah, know? Yeah, what, yeah. Where's this? And guys, and literally guys who work there go, I have no idea. Do we sell that? <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So they all know me. So I have like four Foster's employees around me. and the And again, I don't want to make, I don't want to trash this guy. But even they were laughing as the guys like, You know dear lord please please shine your love upon us and bring us the tasty breads the fresh produces bring us sweet meats at reasonable prices and i literally look at the guy go did you just ask jesus to bring us bread at reasonable prices and the guy's like and the guy literally looks who's an employee a manager who goes don't make me laugh Please don't make me laugh. And he's like, Lord, bring us canned goods in a timely manner. Yeah, <laughs> no way. That we can keep the aisles full. And I'm like, is he telling the delivery people to keep the aisles full? He's like, that we may keep our prices low. He's like, he's telling them to bring. And, he, and all, now they're all laughing. I'm like, it was like a sales pitch. Lord, help us to keep the prices low
2: yeah, <laughs> and to
1: keep, and I'm like, oh and I'm like, oh my God, this is this a prayer? Or a p-? And that's what it all was, Please, please, help the boats make it here. Help the boats make it here to keep the aisles full. Please keep the prices low. (laughs) Keep us stocked with delicious chips, fresh baked cookies. And that's when I was just like, oh, my God. And I literally pretended to cough and had to walk away. It was so funny as he just listed all the wonderful items in the store and asked them to please keep the prices low. And I'm like, oh, my God. It was so funny. Wow. So anyway, but I do love Foster's, and I think the new store is great everything. So anyway, yeah. Um, But they close on Sunday's. Yes. (laughs)
2: Yes. They <laughs> some, well, they all close on Sundays. Yeah, but that's yeah, my story, yeah. man.
1: So, um, listen, I know we're we're getting near uh, the last part of this. Uh, so, here's one my thing. So, it's funny hearing your story explains a lot to me, right? Because before I ask you this, because uh, my wife and I, every time we're in here, we talk. You have, and I'm not besmirching now again the name of anyone else on here. We always thought you had very creative specials and it okay. explains a lot that you're an actual you know you're a very trained chef and yeah, you was, know what
0: you're doing. Yeah, I was going to ask cuz you have this other background the and then and then you you're doing uh, Mexican food and or and then like so what what is that like well, basically what do you that's, do that's, that's different the, that we're, brings we're, the, we're the whole trying, difference we're, to we're it? We're
2: trying to innovate and we're trying to bring new items to the menu. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll for a few months, we'll try this, we'll try that. Of course, you know, when when lightning strikes and you know, bang, that's a winner. Okay, that's going on the menu.
0: Right, 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 right. right.
2: And the same thing for uh, the cocktails, Uh because we do a cocktail of the week and we do a mezcal of the week.
0: Oh, wow so so
1: this is Sorry. the perfect perfect so it's vehicle
2: to um what? test new product
1: well he was asking me he's like he's like well is it mexican is it tex-mex and this is what i said that's what i'm asking here i said i think it's more his vision of a mexican influenced
2: restaurant do you well, think well, that's you fair have to, you have to take into consideration your demographic right that's always important right it doesn't matter right so but if i had to describe it i would say we're more regional mexican okay because there's so much out there as far as mexican is concerned right you know i i have a a new guy here named rafa he's from um chihuahua mm-hmm. and he's already bringing some new things to the table and we're playing with it and definitely some of the stuff are gonna make it on the menu mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's just it is what it is it's basically so it, i um, love that it is what yeah. it is because that's yeah. what i said
1: to him because he was like well what is not i'm like this stuff's so creative, I find it. I, I said, I don't want to call it Mexican because he, he'll he take this, he'll take no, that. No, no, it's Mexican, and I find still. this special, yeah. But I find this special, I'm like, there's some very creative stuff. Yeah. It's not, he doesn't He doesn't put out, we're gonna have to. I said, there is certainly a burrito and there's some tacos. I go, but it's not just that. He puts some really, I we were, we've always been very surprised, and it's why we like coming in. You'll see specials, are like, I would not have thought of that. Well, and, I, I grew it's up, it's cool
0: but growing up in Texas, there's like. There's a Mexican food restaurant on every corner, but it's not Mexican food. It's it's Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex. Yeah. And cool. it, every now and then, you'll come across a place that's a family that's moved from Mexico to Texas, and they'll have their version of something that's from
1: home. Oh, no, some of them are very— Comfort food. Some of them are, like, yeah. the Sunigas, the Juggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mentioned up, um, Like, they're a circus family. Right, and the mother was the cook for the circus. She's very adamant about her menu because they owned a restaurant for about 15 years, but everything on it is very traditional Mexican. There is no variation. There is no, now it's a wonderful menu and the food is delicious and mm-hmm. she's a great cook, but there is no variation. There is no updating. There is no, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, is it, is it is a is, traditional yeah. mole and a traditional uh red sauce and a traditional verde and and there's something charming about that and frankly it's a nice uh well-run cheap restaurant but there is no difference or creative you know what you're gonna get but you know what i mean the the specials are uh two cheese enchiladas and a chicken you know what i mean there's no creative, and that's that's what my wife and i were so struck by we when we come in we're always like well god that's i don't even know what that is but that sounds delicious that's what we were so and like i said you describing your background explains that to me we read that and go wow a, well a, interesting gr- enough, a grilled we chicken with, so a, cor- with a corn uh with a corn salsa with a, it's just
2: odd we actually stuff. have a we, we, we try to run a new ideal protein meal mm-hmm. every week Okay. Cuz there's certain people who want to yes. eat it's the it's keto but it's even it's even stricter. Mhm. And this week we actually have cabbage rolls. Mm-hmm. Which uh, we stuff with carne asada. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like a play on. So we yes. sear the cabbage. We pickle the cabbage and then we sear the cabbage and uh, so what
0: does that influence come from then it's the hungarian hungarian the yeah. hungarian
2: cabbage rolls yeah are, yeah you know very hungarian well very eastern european because it's not just right hungarians but yeah everyone's got their I'm version telling you, everyone's hung- got their the, hey, that's that's the but that's, that's really the cool. eastern european yeah. burrito man is a cabbage roll right i'm, I'm telling you yeah.
0: hungarian
2: yeah. night at a yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: really awesome man.
2: yeah
1: i think it's brilliant you know?
2: man what and you make the, you your know, own we're, we're and you make your own salsas, right? Oh yeah, we do everything from scratch, man. Yeah, that's Everything great. from scratch. That's really great. I mean, we have a great.
1: Mole the tortillas
2: are made. Yeah,
1: our tortillas.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I finally started making my own tortillas. Yeah, took. I had to kind of break through that wall. Yeah. And now that I do it, they're not that hard. But it it was, it, was a, so what it takes, you, takes what, a. What it takes a. do you a, make
0: a, your tortillas? I, I don't. I don't know. Well, no no, no, no. I know you put them in your hand and you do it and you put it. No, on... Just I have watched them do it, but I grew up with flour tortillas. You make corn tortillas? Both. Not that hard. Okay. Yeah. We but also yeah, it's a leap
1: of faith to make them. We have
2: flour make tortillas. We tomorrow tomorrow don't maybe. make our own flour tortillas uh-huh. because we just don't go through that many flour tortillas. Right. Um, we use flour tortillas for burritos. Mm-hmm. We use flour tortillas for quesadillas. Mm-hmm. The rest is all corn tortillas. And we started making our own corn tortillas a while ago. But recently, in the last year or so, we've now up that mm-hmm. to the. We have different, um, different. Uh, tortillas for different tacos. So we have our street tacos, which are the little, like, three-inch Those are the ones yeah, that yeah. I was telling you about. Yeah, yeah, And then the we have ones our ones slow tacos, yeah, yeah. which are the five five to six-inch uh-huh. larger tacos. Okay. And we make our own, like, from scratch. We, have, we actually, funny enough, we bring, only because it's such a logistical nightmare to bring uh, corn flour <laughs> from Mexico. Mm-hmm. I found a source. I don't know. It was probably about a year ago that I... Had correspondence with them. Maybe it's changed now. I should actually look into it. But I found a company who is sourcing product out of Oaxaca, so different types of corn wow. flour. Yeah, you know, fresh. It uh-huh. used to, has to be refrigerated. But fair trade and all that. Yeah. But and then there, it's via New Jersey. And wow. Yeah, yeah. So I would I would probably receive it from New Jersey, but it's a minimum two thousand pound order. Uh-huh. So I'm. Yeah, yeah, I can't do that. You're yeah. telling me
1: you don't honestly think in a nice island like this, of fifty thousand people, you can crank through two hundred thousand tortillas. Well, at, at that
0: point, he's that point yeah, he's going to have to business. open up his own yeah, other a, business just business. to support his tortilla. That's a tortilla business. I'm
1: just joking. It's a <laughs> no different one. building. I'm just yeah, joking. No, I'm hearing it going. There thing, is man. no human
2: way you can yeah. go through that. Actually, wow. there is someone when I first started that they had, they had a uh, tortilla mm-hmm. making. Somewhere out east, east end the machine? or something. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. machine, yeah, yeah. But obviously, they didn't make it. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. The 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 what do you call it? The uh, supply mm-hmm. was in there.
0: Yeah.
3: Or oh, sorry, the, the demand wasn't the there. Demand for the demand wasn't there. Yeah.
2: But the machine must still be on the island.
1: Must be. I was gonna say that's sitting somewhere in some back room, it it is, waiting it is to now be overgrown with mangroves. Yeah. Is what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hiding. You, you gotta, gotta, gotta
0: go get out there with a machete and chop it down ch- the vines nah, and stuff. Find that bad boy down. Absolutely <laughs> All Indiana Jones
1: yeah. style. Yeah, I hear man. about those every once in a while where somebody's like, "I knew it was here. I looked for it. I finally found it. You know, it's been sitting there for ten years." The problem is he leaves it too long, get all rusted out, and it won't work anymore.
2: Yeah, but that's where WD-40 comes <laughs> in. Listen, I know you're a busy guy, man.
1: You, yeah. No, it's fine. No, no, no. We're, we're I know kind you're of, busy. Let's wrap, wrap you up. Okay. Yeah, let's
0: no, come back. Right, Get, let's two seconds. Let me just Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll hang out. We'll hang out for a second and, then and I'll come We'll do the end.
1: He's so funny, man. He it is.
0: It's I, I. I. thoroughly enjoy this,
1: dude. He runs. And I was not, like not expecting so
0: the, the story the way that it went. You, know, what like, you mean? well, I, you told me he was from Toronto. You didn't tell me much about his background.
1: Dude, I don't know his background. So you, know, you get to know these people, yeah. and you know half half of you doesn't want to ask people. You, right, you live in Grand Cayman. You're afraid some guy's gonna go. I was a guy for the mob. Right. Like, <laughs> I've killed <laughs> ninety-three people, and I—I'm uh, here now. Uh, my real name is uh, Johnny uh, Bagabones. Right,
0: Johnny Bag—Joey Bagadonis. So
1: you know, and not that there's <laughs> actually much of that here. There really isn't. It's a myth, but—but uh, but at the same time, guys. don't No, tell they're you the on story. another they island. You. you have to actually they're sit are Have a five-hour conversation <laughs> with somebody to tell you you do it and so you know so i don't know no that's really uh, cool and that's one of the reasons i'm really enjoying talking to some of these guys because i have it you know i've known some of these guys for a while and i've never sat and said what did you how'd you get here and i like it so yeah that we were just going uh, we were just saying it was wonderful to actually get to know your story and how all this happened i can't wait to spread it and tell more people that yeah i only love your restaurant more now well thank you yeah. And uh, I always have, and I want to tell people all We're about it. We got
2: to do a part two, man. I got to tell you guys about the journey into this building. Right. That was painful. You know, I,
1: I'll tell you what. Uh, absolutely. Uh, next time he comes in, we'll absolutely do a that part sounds two. Like a if fun. you'd be yeah, interested man, in that, Why absolutely. A hundred percent guarantee. And can I really some chef friends, man. And
0: and I and I really want totally. you to. I really want you to educate me on te- tequila and mezcal. Oh yeah. Because I know absolutely, and and, and I grew up in Texas. Texas. I should know more. But it I'm is. It is kind of embarrassing.
1: Then tell you what, a hundred percent guarantee. Next time he comes, we'll do a part two, and <laughs> we'll do the building and tequila, yeah, and Mezcal. yeah, yeah. Even yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. just a simple, the the most commonly asked question is, what's the difference between? Wait, te- oh, te- no, and I Mezcal. got that. Wait, I what's the other one? Bit. What's
1: the bathtub one and ricea? You, you can tell them about now. Raycia that one right. I don't know about. <laughs> Sotol. Yeah, <All> right. <laughs> yeah that's like whole, the dirt, yeah. the the old uh, bootleg one too. Right. Well listen, we love and thank you so much, Urban. No, thank, yeah. thank you for tell us. And I really enjoyed this. And when you're in Cayman, make sure you come to agave, just agave. Yeah, agave and urban Agavaria.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Agave, urban agavaria. Yeah, not urban agavaria. Urban <laughs> agaveria. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Although some people are urban, urban? Urban? They, the Filipinos call me urban. Urban. That's so nice. Right. That's right on. Mr. Urban. The, Mr. Urban, Mr. <laughs> Urban. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much yeah. for taking the time, and
1: I appreciate it. everybody. Could just uh, yeah, you can. know find it. just Google it agave. Yeah, agave, agave Cayman Islands.
2: It's by- our, our Instagram handle is agave Cayman.
0: Cayman. Oh, very cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, listen, there's some great restaurants here. I'm I'm not gonna lie. There's some very nice places, but this is by far the coolest restaurant on the island, and it's got oh, amazing food that. and tequila and mezcal. This is definitely. If if you only get if you're gonna go, I will say this: if you're gonna go to two restaurants, this is one of them. Absolutely, awesome.
2: I will I will go thank that you. far. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks All for right. the support. Most definitely, absolutely. Really pleasurable, guys. Hey, yeah. man, thank you so you. much for and the Matt, time. Matt, great buddy. meeting you, man. It was nice I, meeting you too. Too bad you're leaving so soon. Right. I overnight. will
3: be
1: back. Hundred yeah. uh, percent, we'll be back soon. I'm Mark Hawkins.
0: I'm Matt McBride. Thanks for listening to Time to Eat. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff.
1: Subscribe, follow us. It's really kind of important.
0: Make comments, disagree, tell us what you think is good.
1: We're not experts. Your favorite restaurants and cool things to do are totally valid. These things are just opinion.
0: I think people want to know what our listeners think. That's a
1: great point. This stuff is all subjective. Tell us what you think.
0: I would love to know that. Me too. And until next time, time to eat.
3: Good day, blue. We're well, happy.